Welcome to the Assembly Podcast. So glad that you are with us. And today we're going to talk about stress, anxiety, worry, three things that all of us can relate to, uh, whether we want to admit it or not. And it's around us on every side, and there's always, seems to always be a reason for it. So um, when you and I are living life, when we're going through life, there's always something to be stressed about because we live in a stressful world. Things are complicated. Things are always vying for our attention. And it gets very confusing, especially when we are worried and stressed and anxious. And those three things go together, worry, stress, and anxiety. And of course, looking at it from a biblical standpoint, the Bible does not hide the fact that there are many things to be troubled about, that the world is full of troubles. Uh, I think it's Job 14 and verse 1 that says that man born of woman is a few days and full of trouble, full of trouble, not just a little trouble, but it's a life filled with trouble. Now, you could point at God and say, why would you put us through that? Why would you allow trouble into our lives had it not been for the fact that he came into a world full of trouble and went through trouble himself? In the person of Jesus Christ, we see a man who was acquainted with sorrows and a man of, uh, well, a man of sorrows acquainted with grief is how Isaiah 53 puts it. And so Jesus lived a life of suffering, a life of trouble. And uh, so he certainly knows what that, what that means and how that feels. And it does not feel good. It's no fun at all. It's not fun to be stressed. It's not fun to be worried. It's not fun to be anxious. And yet, we are. In fact, in a sense, you could say we're not supposed to do any of those things because we're supposed to trust in our Creator. We're supposed to trust in, in God enough to where we leave those things to Him. He knows how things are going to turn out. He knows the end from the beginning, and He is in ultimate control of all things. So what do we have to worry about? We act like God is dead. We act like God does not exist. We don't mean to because if we're believers, that's the last thing in the world that we want to do. But that's what it boils down to. And we're all guilty of it because the one sin we all have in common at some point, at some stage, is worry and anxiety and stress. But God has a cure for anxious care. And it is a simple matter. And of course, all of God's ways when it comes to dealing with us are simple. Not all of the things in the Bible are simple to understand. Uh, not all of his teachings are simple to understand. But what you need to know in order to be right with God and go to heaven and live a fulfilled life, those things are simple. And the simplicity of it is to, number one, recognize the problem. Recognize the problem of stress and anxiety that comes about through worry. Worry is running something through your mind over and over and over that you cannot do anything about or that hasn't happened yet. You know, someone has said that there are two things you should never worry about. Number one, things that you can't do anything about. Because, I mean, if you can't do anything about it, what's the point in worrying about it? And the second thing you should never worry about are things that you can do something about. Because if you can do something about it, why, why are you worrying? Do something and, instead of worrying. So it's really a waste of time. 
but we get caught up in it and it does not feel good. It is not fun in any way and it gets a grip on you and it makes you feel terrible and sometimes it takes a long time to get over it. Now, just being honest, we're all in the same boat here and we all understand exactly what I'm talking about. Some people have anxiety worse than others. Some people are more stressed than others, but everybody knows what it's like to worry. Everybody knows what it's like to be anxious about things that are coming. Maybe it's financial stresses. A lot of people are really stressed about financial, making ends meet, living from paycheck to paycheck, that kind of thing. How's that going to turn out? How am I going to pay my bills? That's stressful. Uh, this complicated society where everything is now made complicated. You used to could go and, and do things in person. Now you have to do everything online and you have to have patience to get online and to go through all these processes. And it's just very, very difficult. It's very difficult not to get stressed at, at even, you know, filling out a form online. Things that are supposed to make life more convenient only make it more stressful. So we're stressed about these things. We're stressed about things that uh, have not happened yet. And, you know, most of the things that we worry about never happen anyway. That is statistically proven. Uh, but that doesn't help us in the moment because we don't know, or at least we tell ourselves, well, this may not happen, but I don't know that for sure at this moment. So it's, it's, a, it's a wicked game we play with ourselves where we go through our minds and, and we play this game over and over with ourselves about uh, you know, negative thoughts and negative thinking, a lot of which we can control. And so recognizing that there is a problem, recognizing that we uh, are doing something that is a waste of time, it's a waste of our life and, and something that we should not be doing, that's the first step. Second step is to replace it, to replace it with something else, with something different. And you can replace it with uh, faith, believing that things are going to work out. Faith in God, faith in yourself, faith that you are going to be able to handle whatever life throws your way because you have faith in God. That's a different way of looking at life than worrying. Very different from worrying. Very different from being anxious. Anxiety always follows worry, but good feelings, feelings of confidence always follow genuine faith. So put faith out there, put faith in your mind and feed your faith, starve your worries. How do you do that? By meditating on the Bible, for example, by speaking good things, uh, talking not about depression and worry and anxiety and all the things that could go wrong, but talking positively, talking to yourself positively, talking to others positively and planting those uh, seeds of positivity in your mind, in your life. And those things will grow. Whatever you plant will produce a uh, like harvest. So if you're planting seeds of joy and seeds of positive anticipation, seeds of faith, that's what you're going to reap. That's the kind of harvest that you're going to have. But if we're always planting negative thoughts, planting negative seeds in our life and in our minds, then unfortunately that's exactly what we're going to reap. And it's very, very detrimental to our mental health. And anything that's detrimental to your mental health will eventually have some kind of take some kind of toll on your physical health because stress is a killer. Stress causes, you know, 
probably everything in the, every organ in the body not to work exactly like it's supposed to when you're living in stress and when you're living under the cloud of anxiety. Because that's what worry does. Worry puts a cloud over the sunshine. It takes tomorrow's clouds and brings them over here and covers up today's sunshine or it bars trouble from tomorrow and uh, causes you to worry about things today. But we don't know what tomorrow's gonna, what, what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. And uh, Jesus even said that. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Focus on living in daytight compartments. Focus on what's going on today. And you will alleviate a lot of worry. Because we're very rarely worried about anything in the moment. I'm not saying that's impossible. I'm not saying that can't happen. I'm not saying that never happens. But it's not uh, the norm. When we're worried, it has something to do with something in the past or something in the future. Two things you should never worry about. Things you can do something about, things you can't do anything about. If you can't do anything about it, why worry about it? If you can do something about it, then do something and stop worrying. All right, but there's also two time periods you should never worry about. The past and the future. Because the past has already happened and there is absolutely nothing you can do to change it. Now, not thinking about the past, not worrying about the past is a lot easier said than done. I, I know that. I realize that. We're not talking about magical cures here. We're not talking about snapping your fingers and being able to just stop all of these things. But we're talking about looking at things a different way, realizing that things can change, and putting certain pieces in motion that will bring about some very serious changes in your life, changes that need to be made. One of those is to stop dwelling on the past. Sure, you're going to think about the past. Sure, you're going to regret certain things, but you don't have to dwell on those things. Again, replacement. What do you replace it with? Replace it with thoughts of the present. Wherever you are, be there. Be there mentally. Be in the moment. And if you are in the moment, you will not be thinking about the past. If you're thinking about the past, you will not be in the moment. You can't do both of those at the same time. You can't be in the moment and be fretting over something that you have done in the past. And people have been trying for a long time. They've never figured out a way to change it. Isn't that amazing? Nothing has ever been changed about the past. It cannot be changed. It cannot be touched. The only thing it can do is rob you of joy in the present if you choose to think about it. If you choose to worry about it, you know, worrying about the past, think about that. Worrying about things that you've already done and letting that dominate your mind, letting that cause anxiety in the moment. It's such a foolish waste of time, but we do it. I do it, you do it, but we don't have to do it continually. We don't have to continue to do it. We don't have to make it a uh, habitual practice. We can change certain aspects of that by making different decisions. And the decision we need to make is to say, I'm going to live in the moment. All right. The second time period you should never worry about is the future. And yet that's where most of the worry comes from, is worrying about what's going to happen in the future. Hey, listen, God is already there. God knows exactly how this thing is going to go, how everything in your life and in mine is going to turn out. And he is in ultimate control of that. Okay, so remember that. We can't say that too much. God already knows. He's already in the future. And he is in ultimate control. So what would you have to worry about as far as the future is concerned, especially when you don't know what's going to happen? You have it in your mind that these terrible things are going to happen, these terrible uh, 
events are going to happen. You're not going to be able to make it. You're not going to be able to survive. Something bad is going to happen to you. Something bad is going to happen to somebody that you care about. You don't know any of those things. So it's a waste of time. It's a complete waste of time to worry about the future, a future that you know nothing about. You're not even guaranteed the future. Did you know we're not promised tomorrow? Whereas you do not know what a day will bring forth, so do not worry about tomorrow. Your life is like a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. We don't even know that tomorrow is going to come. That's probably in James chapter 4 uh, in the New Testament. But it's true. We don't know about tomorrow because we're not promised tomorrow. The only time we have, think about it, the only time that really exists is the moment, the present moment, the moment you are in right now. The past is gone, so it only exists in memories. The future is not here yet, so it doesn't exist because it hasn't happened. The only thing that you have is the present moment. Now, if we could learn to live in the present moment, most of our worry and most of our anxiety is gone the moment that we do that. So is it possible to be that way? Well, anything you can envision, you can achieve. If you can visualize yourself living in the present, then you can do it. So start there. Start by saying, I can change the way I have been. I can change my thinking. I can change the way that I look at things. I can change all of this worry, all of this negativity, all of these uh, things that I allow to, to stress me out. I can realize what I'm doing. I can recognize the problem, and then I can replace it with something else. Recognizing and replacing, two very, very important keys, two very big keys to thinking the right way. And if you think the right way, then your life will be uh, changed. The thought process, your mind, and the way that you think, that is the steering wheel that determines which direction your life is going to go, toward happiness or away from happiness, toward God or away from God toward peace or away from peace. So worry is something that we can get under control. And uh, we may not be able to eliminate it completely. It depends on what we're dealing with mentally. But we can make changes for the better. And most of the time, the things that we worry about, we can get those things under control. Because most of the time, it's just human nature to worry. It is. We live in a fallen world, and we are fallen creatures. And what comes naturally to us is worry. Be nice if what came naturally to us was uh, faith, but it's not. What comes naturally is the negative, the worrying. We've got to decide to have faith. And so God has a cure for anxious care. What is it? Focus on the moment. Live today. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. And especially, he especially does not want you to worry about the past. If you are a Christian, your past is covered in the blood of Jesus, and it's been taken away, and it has been removed from you as far as the east is from the west, and you have been forgiven. So he certainly would not want you to worry about things that he, he's already forgiven you for. He would want you to focus on what he's doing in your life right now. And we're created for fellowship with God. Fellowship with our creator is what we're created for. You know, the only time you can have fellowship with God is in the present moment. That's the only time that you can control, and that's the only time that you can focus on God. You can't focus on God in the past. You aren't there. The past has already happened. You can't focus on God in the future. You're not there. It has not happened yet. So the moment 
is where your focus should be, the present moment, focusing on living for Jesus in the moment, focusing on God in the moment, having your attention aimed at uh, the presence of God and the power of God and the peace of God and all these things that he promises to give you. You know, the Bible says to cast all of your cares upon him because he cares for you. It says that in 1 Peter chapter 5, probably verse 7. Cast all your cares upon him, upon God. Can he bear the load? You bet he can. And there's nothing that we face that he cannot handle. There's nothing that we face that he cannot help us with, that he cannot help us to carry and help us to overcome. He is the God of power and the God whose presence is always with us, but it's always with us in the moment. You're not going to appreciate the presence of God or the power of God, the help of God, unless you appreciate it in the moment. So you're replacing anxious thoughts about the future, regretful thoughts about the past. You're replacing all of that with focusing on the present. Now, that is the biggest key in the world to happiness and joy. Now, the way to happiness is to overcome our own negative thoughts, our own negative emotions that uh, saturate our minds whenever we don't keep our guard up, whenever we don't apply the principles of the right kind of thinking. So happiness is a very simple thing. Happiness takes place in the mind. Joy takes place in the mind. And anything that's working against that and is keeping you from being happy and full of joy has to be dealt with. But where is it dealt with? It's dealt with in the mind. When is it dealt with? In the present moment, at the present time. Because, again, negative thoughts in the past, you've had plenty of them. What can you do about those now? You don't want to have more negative thoughts in the future. You don't want your future to be dominated by negative thoughts and feelings, emotions. So the way to keep that from happening is to focus on the present. Focus on making the right choices in your own mind right now. And that will make all the difference in the world. So cast all of your care upon him because he cares for you. Remember, the God of the universe has invited you in Christ into a personal relationship with him, a, a relationship of salvation, a relationship of joy, and he has invited you in that relationship to cast all of your cares upon him, and that's where the answer to stress, anxiety, and worry is found. So you can change all of those things. Believe that you can change. That's the starting point. Recognize the problem, then replace the problem. Replace the problem with the things that your creator has taught you and told you about life and your mind and what goes on in your mind. We thank you for joining us for the Assembly Podcast, and we'll look forward to seeing you again next time.